0: trust the movement, I negate
1: the chaos, uplift the negative, I'll show up at the table again and again. Welcome to Grassroot Ohio, conversations with everyday people working on important issues here in Columbus and all around Ohio. I'm Carolyn Harding, and today I'm talking with Kyle Herman and Lee Krumrein, Ohioans working to establish ranked choice voting in our state. Kyle Herman co-founded Rank the Vote Ohio in 2020, volunteering in different capacities until he was hired to serve full-time as executive director with the help of their national partner, Rank the Vote USA in December 2022. Before his work with Rank the Vote Ohio, Kyle managed pro-democracy programs in Iraq and Lebanon, worked for the White House Office of Presidential Correspondence, and taught high school history and civics Kyle was just sworn in as Stowe, Ohio City Council member. A proud son of Stowe, Ohio, Kyle earned degrees from Ohio Westland University and the Harvard Kennedy School of Government. Lee Krumrine is a public sector <laughs> law attorney and currently serves as an assistant law director providing legal services to a Northeast Ohio municipality. He earned his Bachelor of Arts in History and Political Science from Ohio University and is Juris Doctor from William and Mary Law School. He is a resident of University Heights, Ohio, and previously served on the 2022-23 University Heights Charter Review Commission, during which time he proposed an amendment to the city's charter to adopt ranked choice voting for city elections. He is now the chair of Rank University Heights, a local ballot issue committee comprising several former members of the commission that supports the adoption of Ranked Choice Voting in University Heights with the goal of getting a charter amendment on the ballot in 2024. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year. Year. It's 2024 and it's a big one for our (laughs) communities, our state and country. And Ranked Choice Voting is gaining momentum here and all around the country. What is Ranked Choice Voting? In a nutshell, Kyle.
0: Ranked choice voting is a simple upgrade to the way we vote that is already used statewide in Maine and Alaska and across more than 50 cities across the country, where instead of just picking one candidate, you can rank your options first, second, third, and so forth. That way, more parties and candidates can run and you have more confidence that your vote will actually matter.
1: And Lee, how does this work?
2: For a voter, it's very simple. I think all voter or all people are used to ranking their preferences of different things, you know, their favorite foods. So when a voter goes to the polls, they'll have a ballot. just like Kyle just showed, um, and they will mark uh, their candidates by preference, one through uh, whatever number the ballot allows you to mark, from their favorite candidate to their least favorite candidate, and uh, the uh, the results will reflect their preferences a lot better than our current uh, winner take all system.
0: And from there, it it acts like an instant runoff because the problem with our current elections is that they don't require a majority to win. So if more than two parties or candidates run, can somebody can win with 30 or 40 percent of the vote, even if 60 or 70 percent vote against them, which actually happens a lot in Ohio, especially in primaries and local elections. And so ranked choice voting solves that problem by requiring a majority to win. You know, unlike you know other states like Georgia that will have actual runoffs that are wasteful, costly second elections, with ranked choice voting, we already know who your backup choices are. So if no one gets more than 50%, the last place candidate is eliminated. And if you voted for them, instead of your vote being wasted, it will just transfer to your next choice.
1: Talk about some of the top reasons ranked choice voting is better than what we have now, which is sometimes called plurality voting.
0: Madison well, well the, the the beauty of requiring that majority to win isn't just that it helps determine who the winner is, it helps to change the incentive structure for all the candidates so they have to appeal to the majority of the voters in order to win instead of only appealing to the extremists in their own partisan base. And so it, in Ranked Choice Voting helps incentivize cooperation for the common good and helps reflect the will of the pro-democracy majority.
2: Right, we think that the biggest benefit to ranked choice voting is facilitating the representation of minority groups in our community. You know, the biggest flaw in our winner take all system is uh, it has a tendency to over represent the majority and systematically under represent minority groups. Um, in our community, that would be could be political, um, ethnic, religious groups could be uh, in our jurisdiction be Republicans who are uh, far outnumbered. Uh, we also have a growing uh, Orthodox Jewish community, and uh, this will give them more votes in our local government.
1: What about independence and third parties? Certainly, it'll,
2: it would give them the opportunity to, you know, a lot of voters have to choose between, you know, voting for who they think might be the most viable candidate versus their true preference. And this will give independents, third parties, the opportunity to vote for the candidate they truly prefer. And it would won't cost their next choice, the election. Um, so their candidates won't be spoilers.
1: Spoiler effect. I know that very well. <laughs> <laughs> I experienced that myself when, uh, say, Hillary and Jill Stein and um, Trump were running, and Hillary was supposed to win, and I'm (laughs) a very strong advocate for environmental issues, so I voted for Jill, and Trump won. So my vow was, until we get ranked choice voting, we have to stay with the two major parties, which it just really limits a lot of people. So what personally brought you into ranked choice voting. What was it that really said, this is something we need to work for? Let's start with you, Kyle. So I
0: got into it back in 2015. There was a Harvard Law professor named Lawrence Lessig who ran this long shot fixed democracy first campaign where he was trying to bring attention to how all these issues that, we, that are in politics, the reason why we don't get anything done most of the time is because the system itself is flawed to not represent the majority of the people. And so ranked rank choice voting was a major part of his proposal. And so I watched then in horror over the course of the 2016 election during the primary and the general election, realizing, wow, ranked choice voting could have helped solve this in so many ways. And so ever since then, I've been a Uh, you know, broken record on uh, social media. And that's how I ended up getting connected uh, to other people in Ohio who were also interested and we organically uh, got together and as volunteers uh, created Rank the Vote Ohio.
1: Very cool. How about
2: you, Lee? Oh, sure. uh, Last year, I served on our city's uh, Charter Review Commission. I was appointed to that. And while on that commission, I was looking at ways to improve our democratic process at the local level. Um, and I was looking at our elections from the previous cycle, municipal elections, and I saw the potential there for split votes and spoilers. We had a mayoral candidate who won close to a majority, but not quite a majority, with four candidates running for that single office. And we had, in our council race, uh, a lot of candidates, similar candidates, splitting votes between each other. And I thought that was had the potential to be... Uh, unrepresentative of our community. And I thought proposing ranked choice voting for our city uh, could improve our local government.
1: So you're looking after all of the voters, basically.
2: Yes, I think I think it would give more fair representation to uh, the diverse interests and groups in our community.
1: Excellent. On a November 15, 2023 press release, Following Election Day, U.S. Senators Michael Bennett, Democrat from Colorado, and Angus King, an independent from Maine, reintroduced the Voter Choice Act to support adoption of a ranked choice voting model for elections, also known as Instant Runoff. The Voter Choice Act provides $40 million in federal grants to cover up 50% of the cost for state and local governments that choose to adopt ranked choice voting. And on December 1, 2023, Colorado Governor Jared Polis endorsed ranked choice voting after it was used in his hometown of Boulder for the first time. In 2021, Polis signed legislation making it easier for Colorado cities to adopt ranked choice voting. Kyle, Rank the Vote Ohio now has organizers for nearly every region of Ohio. Where are we right now?
0: So we have chapters in all five major regions of Ohio, but they're led by volunteers and part-time organizers. I'm still Rank the Vote Ohio's only full-time staff, and we got to the point where we are because of of the volunteer power and the donors who have contributed to us at rankthevoteohio.org. And in the past year, we've grown from less than 4,000 to more than 16,000 registered supporters. So explosive growth, but We know that to do a statewide ballot initiative, we would need 414,000 ballot signatures to qualify. So in the meantime, we're continuing our public education because the vast majority of people, when they learn about ranked choice voting, it's a no-brainer, they support it. And part of the way that we're going to continue growing support is through supporting local initiatives, like the one that started in University Heights. Uh, We actually at Ranked Vote Ohio didn't even know uh, that Lee had proposed it and that his uh, Charter Review Commission had approved it uh, until the next day he reached out via email and said, hey, like our our commission uh, is uh, endorsing ranked choice voting. And so it's this local uh, organic interest from cities across uh, Ohio uh, where we're seeing volunteers uh, step up and Rank the Vote Ohio is just to, here to support those efforts.
1: Well, according to statenews.org, No Ohio cities have ranked choice voting, but in the early 1900s, five Ohio cities, Ashtabula, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Hamilton and Toledo had ranked choice voting. Lee, you are running a campaign to amend the city charter of your town, University Heights, which is a suburb on the East side of Cleveland to adopt ranked choice voting. Congratulations. And are you hoping the city council will adopt it? Or are you taking it to the voters as a ballot initiative?
2: We're gearing up for a ballot initiative. Um, when the uh, Charter Review Commission recommended it to Council, uh, they declined to put it on the ballot last November. Um, so, a few members of uh, that that commission formed Rank University Heights, and we are uh, looking to uh, start a petition here very soon. We need about four, close to five hundred signatures at a minimum uh, to get it on the ballot here. That's a very. This is a very small city, fourteen thousand residents, and uh, so we're going to be working on launching that very soon. But yeah, it's not new to Cuyahoga County at all. Um, Cleveland had ranked choice voting from 1915 to 1931. And even Cuyahoga County voters approved ranked choice voting for county government in 1935. Although that never went into effect, but they still voted for a a charter that would adopt that. So we're hoping to reintroduce it to Cuyahoga County.
1: (laughs) I'm curious why it ended.
2: Cal probably has a better better grasp on the history of it um, to explain.
0: Yeah, so there's this great book uh, by Kathleen Barber, who was a professor at John Carroll University in University Heights, and she was also a reformer on Cuyahoga County Council. Uh, She wrote, the book is called Proportional Representation and Election Reform in Ohio, and we, we learned a lot from it about the history. And Really, what happened is that ranked choice voting became a victim of its own success. It was so effective at increasing representation for women, minorities, uh, more parties, more ideologies that the party bosses of the time, the Democrats and the Republicans, uh, colluded to get rid of ranked choice voting uh, with support from groups like the KKK, who didn't like the increased diversity of representation. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I was talking to my city council president. Introducing ranked choice voting, and he questioned how ranked choice voting could work for both a mayor and city council election. Can you talk about the single candidate instant runoff versus the proportional ranked choice voting, the two different kinds that you that you are proposing to use? Lee, are you using both of them in your proposal?
2: Uh, Our charter review commission uh, recommended both. Our organization is still exploring whether or not to pursue one before the other. We'll make that decision soon, I think, but. The more common form of ranked choice voting is instant runoff voting, which is a single winner, a version of ranked choice voting, which we would use for our mayoral race, having one winner. Uh, Kyle explained just in successive instant runoff rounds, eliminate the lowest lowest vote total or vote a candidate with the lowest vote total, and their votes would go to the next uh, choice candidate. It is adaptable to multi-seat races like our council race. Right now, we have either four or three seats, depending on the election, open at once. And it is just uh, the voters can choose up to four, up to four choices if there are four seats available and the uh, candidate with the most votes wins. A uh, multi-seat proportional representation version of ranked choice voting uh, would work very similar to the instant runoff voting, except for it would also redistribute votes from candidates who exceed the number mathematically they need to get. So it's a little bit different. It's a little bit the tabulation at least uh, is a little more is a little different. But voting for for the voter on the ballot, it'll look the same. Just rank your top uh, choices.
1: How about you, Kyle? Can you just weigh in on that one?
2: Yeah,
0: the most intuitive form of ranked choice voting is the single winner. And the vast majority of races are inherently single winner races. And so we do understand that when applied to like an at-large city council seat, that uh, the tabulation is a little different. But what it does is it ensures that the voters get their highest ranked candidate who is still in the race.
1: This is Carolyn Harding with Grassroot Ohio, and I'm talking with Kyle Herman and Lee Krumrein. They're both advocates for ranked choice voting in Ohio. So let's talk about the gorilla in the room. Right now, there is a bipartisan bill, Senate Bill 137, which would, if passed, severely impact municipal efforts to pass ranked choice voting. Senate Bill 137 appears to be straight out of the ALEC, or American Legislative Exchange Council's playbook, and according to Ohio Capital Journal, anti-ranked choice voting proposal, ALEC, insists that states are the fundamental level of government and warns activists are trying to advance the procedure through local elections. ALEC says ranked choice is novel and complicated and asserts it creates conflict between state and local election processes. Maine and Alaska have used ranked choice in federal races since 2020 and 2022 respectively without a problem and several municipalities around the country use it for local elections as well. Lee, can you talk about this bill, Senate Bill 137?
2: Sure, from our perspective the bill's text, you know, and it, uh itself concedes that a state can't prohibit the f- Charter cities from adopting ranked choice voting uh, for their own city elections. Um, So instead, it's trying to financially punish cities that choose uh, to exercise their constitutional power, to uh, home rule power, to exercise all powers of local self government. We think, you know, we think this is a. It's not a violation of home rule. Um, This is a violation uh, of the spirit of that amendment. The purpose of it uh, was to put the conduct of municipal affairs. In the hands of local officials who know our com- or know our community best, it's intended to let us decide for ourselves how to govern our our uh, our community, and potentially could cost our city um, thousands of dollars worth of funding from the state if it were to pass. So, when it has not received opponent testimony yet, but when that time comes, uh, we will be submitting our testimony against that that bill.
1: Kyle, is there any action from Rank the Vote Ohio to bolster Home Rule uh, protection regarding Senate Bill 137?
0: Yes, because Alex prescription is totally out of line with the Constitution of Ohio. You may feel that other states uh, should have dictatorial role over cities as, as, and by making the state the final arbiter of, of everything. But during the progressive era, when Ohioans amended our state constitution, uh, in order to make it more democratic, we guaranteed home rule authority for charter cities and counties. Because here in Ohio, we believe that the state should not dictate a one-size-fits-all prescription for all of our local governments. We constitutionally gave cities in Ohio the right to choose how we elect our representatives and because we of that conservative principle that decisions are best made uh when they're made closest to home and so the sponsor of the bill recognized that Alex's proposal is incompatible with ohio uh and she knows that she can't uh ban ranked choice voting outright so what she's doing is proposing a bill that would withhold local government funds from any city that exercises it's constitutional right to use ranked choice voting and uh, ranked choice voting was challenged back when it was uh, in in Cleveland it went to the Ohio Supreme Court and there was a case in 1923 that upheld ranked choice voting as compatible with one person one vote and affirmed that Ohio cities have a constitutional right to use ranked choice voting
1: So I know that ALEC in Ohio is primarily followed in memberships of mostly Republican senators, but this is a bipartisan bill and there's a Democratic senator who is supporting this bill. Why would a Democrat and a Republican leader sponsor this bill and wanna push it through?
0: Well, it's just like we saw 100 years ago in Ohio was the corrupt party bosses from both sides uh, who want to suppress people's choices because they want to maintain the duopoly. And so what we're seeing now is we have a partisan from a deep blue district joining with a partisan from a deep red district in order to prevent voters in all districts from having more free and fair elections. And on the flip side of that, we do know that there is bipartisan support for ranked choice voting within the state house. This is a nonpartisan issue. And it is actually the types of representatives across the political spectrum who want to work for the common good who support ranked choice voting. And so it is uh, sort of bizarre that uh, you also have that bipartisan push against it.
2: Yeah, I think that's why um, former Representative Gene Krebs argues that conservative opposition to ranked choice voting is short-sighted. In Cuyahoga County, uh, many blue cities up here, um, it would be a benefit to Republican voters to have ranked choice voting here. There are only, there's 562 or so registered Republicans in University Heights, whereas there's 3,000 registered Democrats. Having ranked choice voting here in University Heights would give Republicans in our community more influence in our local government
1: rob portman supports ranked choice voting and he's a i guess fairly moderate republican and i know ranked choice voting kind of you have to get a 50 plus percent plus one majority that means you have to get the support of more than your group and my issues are very progressive and i'm still supporting it because i feel like everybody's vote counts and we all have to work together we all have to come together and make this work and get rid of this polarity, this, this bitter polarity that's causing us to be a stalemate in our, in our Ohio politics. So I heard from the Democratic sponsor saying that it was too hard to learn, too expensive. What are some of the other excuses that they're giving to not adopt ranked choice voting?
0: Well, well, that's the main uh, opposition is is people claim that it's too complicated. But right. when you sh- actually show people the ballot, it's intuitive. Everyone knows how to rank their choices. And then in the places that have actually used ranked choice voting, like Alaska and New York City and, and other places, uh, 85, 90 percent or more of people after even trying it once, say that it's simple and the vast majority want to keep using it. And I think that's the real fear behind this ban bill is that they the sponsors know that if Ohioans start using ranked choice voting at the local level, they're going to want it at the state level. So they're trying to kill democracy before it grows.
2: Yeah, and part of the reason for its comeback recently is it's even Easier than it was in the early 20th century um, with a four now available to uh, run the tabulation in the 20th century. They were they were hand counting all these ballots. So that argument is less important today than it was 100 years ago. So,
1: And Lee, what are your tactics to win ranked choice voting for University Heights? And if you do, you're going to be a huge light for the rest of the cities to go ahead and do that as well.
2: Yeah, well, I hope I hope we can if we can uh, successfully implement ranked choice voting here, uh, inspire some cities in Cuyahoga County and across Ohio to adopt ranked choice voting, too. We're really early in our campaign. Uh, we've had the support, thankfully, of organizations like Kyle's to help educate voters about ranked choice voting. We are just gearing up for a campaign, but um, we're going to have to end up. It's going to be grassroots here. We're going to have to go door to door and explain ranked choice voting to a lot of voters who are unfamiliar with it. So that is just going to have to be uh, a local campaign here, door to door, basically.
0: And any Ohioans who want to help locally or statewide can join us at rankthevoteohio.org. We have a petition uh, for ranked choice voting that people can share in order to help grow support and a petition uh, specifically opposed to the ban bill that no no matter how you feel about ranked choice voting itself, uh, Ohioans want to protect local home rule.
1: Kyle, I noticed that Rank the Vote Ohio was very involved in defeating issue one in August, a special election that would have taken, making it more difficult for ballot initiatives to pass. As you progress in educating Ohioans about ranked choice voting, are you working to um, help other organizations in their ballot initiatives right now?
0: Yes, uh, Rank the Vote Ohio's mission is not just ranked choice voting. Ranked choice voting is the means to an end, and that a- end is greater choice, a stronger voice, and a representative democracy that works for all Ohioans. And so independent redistricting is an extremely compatible reform because ranked choice voting and independent redistricting complement each other in order to give all people more accurate representation. And for that reason, we've joined the Citizens Not Politicians a Coalition in support of the 2024 initiative for independent redistricting. And so we're going to be helping with that as we also continue to do our own public education about ranked choice voting uh, and support uh, local efforts like Lees and University Heights.
1: Well, I know some of the organizers for Citizens Not Politicians, and they're a very powerful, mostly volunteer group. And I'm sure that it's a great place for you guys to learn too. Where are they right now? Have they finalized their language or is this still going back and forth?
0: So we've learned a lot from them already and their language is finalized and it has been approved uh, for signature collection. And so they are, are out gathering those 414,000 valid signatures that they're going to need to qualify.
1: And their organization name is what again?
0: Uh, citizens Not politicians.
1: Okay, great. So, my friends, how can folks learn more about both of your initiatives and get involved in helping you and working with your campaigns? Let's start with you, Lee.
2: Uh, Well, we're on social media, uh, Rank University Heights. Uh, We have a website, uh, rankuh.org. We're just starting to identify people in our community who are supporters, and hopefully we can get this petition launched here in the next a month or so, finalize what our amendment really uh, needs to look like. And uh, we're just going to need people in University Heights to join us and collecting signatures for that petition and getting ready for a uh, campaign for the fall. Uh, Hopefully get it on the ballot for November.
1: Well, we will put your um, social media information in all our information so folks that are from that area can help you out. And Kyle, can people that live in the surroundings areas help them out? Or does it have to be just University Heights folks?
0: People from the surrounding areas are are more than welcome to help uh, rank University Heights. And and Rank the Vote Ohio is here to help direct uh, people in, in the area to assist. And so if anyone across Ohio Uh, wants to help with efforts in University Heights or with other potential efforts that may arise in 2024, because we have heard that there is interest in other cities. Uh, If you want to get on our list, uh, please go to rankthevoteohio.org where you can sign up to volunteer, you can donate uh, and you can sign and share our petition. And you can also follow us on social media at rankthevoteohio.
1: Okay, last statement. Last thing you want to say, leave with our listeners. Let's start with you, Lee.
2: I, you know, I, th- I think we need uh, we need people to contact their representatives uh, in the General Assembly uh, to oppose SB 137. It's, uh, it's a it's a bill, I think, that you know, we, we view it as part of a larger attack on democratic processes. And uh, it's a you know, violation of spirit of the Home Rule Amendment. And we just need supporters from Ohio to uh, make it known. Uh, That they want to allow uh, cities in Ohio to choose for themselves and their own communities, uh, whether or not ranked choice voting is right for them.
1: Thank you. How about you, Kyle?
0: I agree with Lee. Uh, We need Ohioans to speak up that no matter how anyone feels about ranked choice voting, this is a decision that should be left to of local citizens and local governments uh, the way it was meant to be by the Ohio Constitution. And so we need to defend a local home rule authority from SB 137. And uh, if anyone wants to help out with that, they can join us at rankthevoteohio.org. You've
1: been listening to Grassroot Ohio with Kyle Herman, Executive Director of Rank the Vote Ohio, and Lee Krumrein, Chair of Rank University Heights Ohio. In addition to our Friday 5 p.m. broadcast on WGRN LP FM, Grassroot Ohio airs at 2 p.m. on Sundays on WCRS FM LP FM, Columbus, and at 4 p.m. on WEJP LP Wheeling, Moundsville, West Virginia. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. There's a time to listen and learn, a time to organize and strategize, and a time to stand up, fight back.